0: Welcome to A Ghost Stories. I'm Gabby. I'm Kim. We are part of A Ghost, the advanced ghost hunters of Seattle, Tacoma. And we're here to share tales of ours
1: and others, firsthand paranormal experiences that bring us back again and again to share our evidence. Today we have something pretty interesting to talk about.
0: Kim, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about uh, Port Gamble. And the Walker Ames house. Ooh. And we have a guest with us today, don't we? We do. Very special guest. Extra special. Tell me about who we have, Kim. Who do we have? (laughs) We have Jake with us again. Hi, Jake.
2: Hi, guys. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good day today.
2: How how's my lovely ladies of morbidity? This
1: morning? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Still need a t-shirt that says that. I know. I feel like we should all wear the shirt and be on Skype. <laughs> and I'm totally gonna
2: to get one for myself too. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: The the ladies of morbidity's queen.
2: The <laughs> lovely, lovely Our, ladies of morbidity.
1: You're more so like <laughs> the daddy of morbidity. <laughs> oh yeah
2: was it ghost daddy ghost daddy i was thrown down on the mic
1: oh man,
2: waxing a chump like a candle (laughs) oh my
1: god so anyway you know clearly this is going to be a great episode again because we do have the the ghost daddy 101 with
2: (laughs) but today is all about the evidence
1: yes but actually for those of you who don't know we're all in the same group together we're in a ghost um, together. And Jake and Kim both have some really good evidence to share with us today. So Kim,
0: please take it away. Well, to uh, give you a little history of Port Gamble, Washington specifically, which is where uh, the Walker Ames house is, Port Gamble is a historic district. It's in Kitsap County, Washington. So it's, it's a little bit outside of Seattle. And uh, It was uh, originally named Tikalit, like a lot of the different parts of Washington. It had a name given to us by the local tribes. It was renamed Port Gamble for the bay that gives us access to the ocean. And it was kind of a big deal because Port Gamble was a lumber town, much like Seattle was back when we first started. Skid Road, a a yeah. I don't think they had a Skid Road, uh. Not like we did. Well, they kind of had a Skid
2: Sandbar.
0: They had a Skid Sandbar. Uh, the the town was founded. I mean, it's a lot smaller than Seattle.
2: There's like a thousand people there, tops. Maybe oh, not even
0: a thousand. It's yeah. uh the permanent population currently. Wait, I actually found this because it was so bonkers. Uh, currently, the current population is something more like I don't know. It's like a hundred or something. It's rid- oh, wow. ridiculous. Really? So it's there's a nobody. Well, it's a tiny, tiny, tiny town. Now, it was not always. A tiny, tiny, tiny town, uh, you had William Talbot and Andrew Pope, who came from San Francisco, and they wanted to build the shipping and lumber business and so what they quickly found is they were importing all of this wood, and the wood it wasn 't enough they couldn 't keep up with the demands now Anyone who has even been to Washington once knows if there 's one thing we do have around here. It be trees. Wood. We got wood. Yeah, we got wood, got wood. especially got in, wood. especially in Capitol Hill. Got real wood. wood. Uh oh. <laughs>
2: and wood.
0: I would
1: say, if there's less than a hundred people in a town, <laughs> would one call it a ghost town?
2: No. <laughs>
0: okay, fine. I tried. i
2: I would say spectral (laughs) village but we'll get there uh
0: it's i i need to find that exact number i had it somewhere but i have too many pages of notes and and i get eh, 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 that's the sound i make when i have too many pages of notes. uh but uh yeah so they started building up the lumber industry there and uh creating their own mill And so they they joined forces with a couple of their partners and they formed the Puget Mill Company. Ooh. It's not really Mm -hmm. I know, right? Puget Mill Company. It's not it's not really spooky, but yeah. I want it to be be spookier than it is. Yeah, we can make it spooky. It's all in in delivery. Puget Mill Company. Although that gets kind of into ASMR. That's a whole other like weird, creepy thing. Tap my fingernails on the microphone. So, in the summer of 1853, uh, Talbot, after looking all around, uh, found the mouth of Gamble Bay, which is kind of a ominous sounding thing to say. The mouth, the mouth Mm. of Gamble Bay. Can we say "maw"? Because "maw" sounds even the maw of. I like that. Sounds like a really messed up children's story. That
1: sounds the like Ma a scary mom, like, a, like Kathy Bates is waiting with an axe,
2: <laughs> bringing us back to the mall Ma of Gamb the Ma Bay. Bay. Wo- oh, gamble, The mall of gamble, uh-huh. G- And you know they've got Kraken in there too. Just saying. never
0: turn down a good Kraken. <laughs> it can be our motto. <laughs> never turn down. Hashtag. Never Kraken. turn a- turn down a good Kraken. <laughs>
2: Or I'll have my Kraken with lemon. Dash goes oh, daddy.
0: I'll have my Kraken like he's having. Dear Lord. We're so serious all the time. It's oh, astounding. You can't take us
1: anywhere.
0: That is actually true. You can't take us anywhere. Puget <laughs> Mill Company. That's what we were talking about. We're the yeah. we? Puget. I just want to say that over and over. <laughs> Thank you for those delightful sound effects. So uh, so we're, where are we? I 1853. Try. 1853, the Maw of Gamble Bay. Uh, and it was a great spot uh, for shipping to come in, to be able to, to ship loads out. So Port Gamble was established as a company town. Uh, it, was, it was built to house the people working for this lumber company. It was America's longest running town company town and mill company until it closed in 1995 wow that's a long time it is a long time right yeah Uh, and it it is uh still entirely owned by spin-off company pope resources uh and it's now become a tourist town not quite the same way that i think of tourist towns locally i think of leavenworth Mm mm-hmm with its little like cute Bavarian yeah, theme yeah, yeah. where it was like, "Oh crap, we can't continue our industry. We need to come up with something to make people still come here, or we're going to die Ghosts exactly ghosts I'm all about a ghost tourist town, like where every but i I think everybody there has to be a ghost, and that does make some problems hmm. mm-hmm. anyway, uh <laughs> a lot of the buildings. Are, today, they are maintained historical sites. Now, not all of them. A, a lot of the town had been torn down. Uh, but the, most of the town is still owned by the mill. There's an old church that's been restored. Uh, and it was the, the mid-1960s where they were really trying to start preserving these, these really cool old towns, with, or these old uh, buildings, which were all built mostly in the 1850s to early 1900s there's almost every building in port gamble is haunted period oh, full stop
2: so cool oh, like yeah. it I, is yeah. it is a ghost yeah. town
0: in in that sense
2: well so we should say most of the stuff on the main strip which i forget the name of the main strip right. that road yeah, yeah. you know it's really pretty i mean it pretty much is the town the water. At there that's true it's true but there are some civilian areas, right. you know, around.
0: But the the main strip, all no, of the, the like the sure. the general store, uh, which is where the mm-hmm. Port Gamble Historic Museum is also housed, and there's reports of the lights flickering in the museum, Ooh. curtains blowing around. Yeah.
2: And June uh, got evidence there because remember this episode is all about the evidence. So uh, uh,
1: June's this- one of let's explain who June is. June is actually the vice president, right? Of- mm-hmm, and so she is the mm-hmm. queen organizer of all the things and also a paranormal investigator with us. I personally have not been to Port Gamble, so I'm just here for the stories because this sounds awesome. But I know that my other two lovely <laughs> mistresses of <laughs> are people that have actually been into the town and have done investigations. And June has also been in investigations yeah, with them. And was Ross in the investigation process as well?
0: Oh yeah. Well, so a ghost does investigations yeah. there. I mean, really, at this point, yearly we do at least one, if not multiple. Awesome. Uh, we have a, a fairly mm-hmm. good relationship uh, with the guy who basically takes care of the house now, Pete. Yeah, who is Pete. who is lovely okay. and awesome. What house are you talking about, Kim? The the Walker Ames House, but we're jumping ahead because I still okay. have other stuff to get to. Please, please,
2: thank okay. <laughs> you. Be Be You're
0: just like our, our, <laughs> our fully artist over here. I like it.
1: Totally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the, the Buena Vista Cemetery, which I've been to multiple times. Uh, Jake, have you been there? It's very yeah, cool. Well, yes. It uh, has a couple different spirits there said to be up there. A shadow-like child figure running along the cemetery's fence. and activity near a hill near the entrance. And it is said that the Native Americans had used the hill for rituals before Europeans came in and settled there. And, and that's one of the reasons why they think some of the energy there is what it is
2: yeah so what i heard about with the native Mm -hmm. americans and let's give a shout out to the tribes um we have this i we had two tribes is it the salish duwamish Uh, they are somewhat somewhat
0: related
2: uh there were like two tribes that crossed through the uh it's the remember what was the
0: suquamish was was one of them
2: yeah okay so i couldn't remember the salish suquamish or duwamish um those tribes were there. uh
0: but the uh, yeah so the cemetery itself again quite quite haunted uh it also overlooks the mill site and and this was one of those stories because it's all about the evidence that evidence, evidence. take a shot
1: <laughs> is,
0: is that going to be our shit geysers of the episode for this episode of a ghost stories your drinking game is going to be the word evidence
1: evidence
0: we've we've just killed evidence. like five people by saying evidence over. oh, oh i said it again oh my god Crap. jake's face while he's saying oh, no. it it's like demonic it's great
2: evidence. <laughs> thank you i'm trying
0: secretly a demon uh so i found this one story uh about someone being decapitated Ooh! in the mill i know what? Like but. voluntarily or like exactly?
2: <gasps> <how? laughs> hey, man, can you like, get, you know, get me some coffee and while you're at just chop Monday. my head off? Bang.
0: Rough, rough <laughs> Monday. They got a little too invested in in playing our drinking game and had a little too much and thought it was a great idea to be decapitated. Uh, no, I, I could not find... Anything more than multiple references to it. Investigators talking about decapitated spirit and someone lost their head while working there. But I couldn't find specifics. I couldn't find a name. I couldn't even find a time frame when this happened, if this was the early days of the mill or later. And so if we are, uh, like, I hate to be that guy, but I am a little suspicious anytime I can't find anything
2: to back up yeah, a story, evidence. Okay, so let's just yeah, so let's just put this in perspective because when we're talking about apparitions, so for for the casual ghost hunter out there, uh, not right. everything's a full body. I mean, especially if you're decapitated. You know, I think <laughs> not exactly, and so it is common to see like someone pass yeah. by and you get like shoulders to knees, you know, or shoulders to waist. So, and sometimes you see an arm sometimes the arm doesn't like, have a hand like it's just you don't know how it manifests so I uh, thing yeah so i'm just thinking you know if they saw an apparition walking by it may not have a head simply because it the apparition yeah. just didn't manifest with one not that well right. also you actually could lost
1: argue i mean if we're going to go down that road I, I love going down these roads because this is like the thought process of the investigators, right? It's not the thought process of, of, to Kim's point, the everyday ghost hunter. It's more along the lines of how transparent was this apparition? Was it like you literally saw from the shoulders to the feet in opacity? Like, was it completely opaque or could you see through everything? Because if you're seeing everything as like, a fully opaque manifestation, and then you don't see a head, I could see how someone would think that that's a decapitated apparition. But right. to Jake's point, if it's mm-hmm. more transparent and you see like bits and pieces, then it's not necessarily like a for sure decapitation right.
0: moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also depends on where the witness was standing when they saw it because right. that's true. it might have just obscured the head. Well, and
0: that was where I was trying really hard to find yeah. it. So. Uh, where the original account of this started was it one account of someone being like I saw a headless ghost, or were there uh, multiple accounts of it? And uh, it's something I I have on my list to talk to Pete about next time I speak to him to get a little more info straight from the source mm-hmm. because he is kind of the definitive yeah. <laughs> I feel like Port Gamble expert. Uh
2: huh. Yeah. So uh, Kim, in your notes, do you have the safety record uh, I do of not. the milk? okay because though people did die in the mill um i've been i've been on the tour at for the walker ames house before given by pete and stuff and mm-hmm. they had a pretty yeah. good safety record for the time and and it, it wasn't like a meat grinder of death that would
1: be a really okay. good band name.
2: that would <laughs> be that choice. sounds super metal <laughs> grinder. grinder of death yeah yeah it does really okay I'll share with you guys. We'll do we'll do EDM as lovely ladies of morbidity and the death metal <laughs> as meat grinder death.
0: <laughs> I also because I got curious. I was looking up uh the total number of uh, the population of Port Campbell. It is about a thousand. I'm not sure where I got my like weird number.
2: Yeah, it's a big area though. I like think what I've take... been
0: reading about was just that like the proper little the little historic area that is just that couple handful of stores and, and a little tiny restaurant.
2: And I will say, because the company, I bet the company town, so non sequitur and tangent, but somewhat related is there's rumors that the town is going to allow people really? to buy the houses. Interesting. And if that's the case, Daddy's taking the life savings and get a little crib in Portland. And then
1: Gamble. we can do all the ghost hunting there.
2: That's right. I'll call it Ghost Daddy Shack. Why Everyone is like the Love Shack? Um, what? <laughs> but yeah, like the Love Shack, but with ghosts. Ghost Daddy ghost Shack. Daddy's daddy's ghost daddy's shack. shack. <laughs> yeah. No. That just sounds <laughs> a little bit I'm not going to go there. When we're going to have Malort and Absinthe and Aquavit so, and all these and for, for Chicago
0: Christmas this year, I'm going to get you a sign yeah. for your
2: home um, that
0: says Daddy's Go Shack. <laughs> okay. And it is done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that will be our hashtag for this hashtag episode, go Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be it. If you... <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> we have to... <laughs> It was a grinder of death. It was a meat grinder of death. But you have to spell death. grinder. That was like what like I was just apple. thinking. <laughs> 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 oh, What's our rating for sure. this
0: podcast? Right now it's five stars, he, but I might, might go like, down. like rated, rated E for everyone. Well, you know, or actually. E
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, Apple podcast well, has five stars. <laughs> I, I, I will say we have not dropped I, any followers I, I said Not yet. And, oh that's right it's fine mm, yeah, we're definitely we're, we're a PG definitely
1: man. a pg-13 moment i feel like if i yeah. don't say shit geysers at least
0: once an episode we're all gonna die
1: and then we'll, we'll okay. have the, the, the
2: curse of the shit geyser well i mean if you're gonna talk about yeah Puget sounds plumbing back in the day was and, and to be fair to that is the
0: proper use of the word shit i'm just saying that that's true
1: mm. that's true
0: and anyway, <laughs> you know, you were um, so about headless ghost. ghost, we dropped okay. off, we tangent. so uh, yes, headless ghost jumping ahead to the Walker Ames house itself, built by Cyrus Walker, who was the mill superintendent from eighteen fifty four until eighteen eighty eight uh, he built the home smack dab in the center of town with the front facing the bay, so it it was uh like the best view in town. <laughs> He was like, "I'm big important guy. This is where my house is gonna go. It's gonna be a maze balls. Look at this view."
1: I mean, I'm, I don't blame him. I would right? love to do the same thing.
2: However, I'm just gonna give the reality check on that because right down the little hill from the Walker Ames house is this yeah. smoke spew and mill in the mall. in the maw of Gamble Bay.
0: Uh, but it was, uh, and we'll we'll put some pictures up on our Instagram. Uh, it's a gorgeous home. I mean, even today, being a little bit more run down from the outside, it is still quite impressive. Uh, Queen Anne style, Victorian home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My favorite. Now, they they think it could have been built from local lumber, but they also brought in all the stained glass, which they had to bring in from back east. When he retired from the mill, uh, the home and the superintendent position went to his son-in-law, Edwin Ames, and that is how it got the name, the Walker Ames Walker House. Ames, oh, things it make all sense. All becomes clear. Dun dun
1: dun. I can see clearly now. The <laughs> Walker, Walker Ames. Ames. Yeah, not quitting my day job. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I not know. Walker Ames. Continue. Walker Ames. Uh so yeah, a ghost goes there yearly. Uh l- No, but we have plans to, it looks like for this year. August or September, I think. Yeah.
2: I wanna go, wanna wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> well, yep. one of the nice things too, it, it is quite a large house. There's a lot of floors. Uh generally when we investigate, we send teams to multiple floors. So we'll have someone in the basement, we'll have someone in the attic, we'll have someone uh, where the, the yellow bedroom is, which will be. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's plenty yes. of experiments well, and, and set up all around
0: Something the that I found interesting uh, the first time I was there, is that there are small sections of the house that are set aside exclusively for the ghost residents. There are areas that the investigators are not allowed to go into. Yeah, this was something Pete told me my very first year there. He was taking showing me around because I'd never been there before. And there's like, there's a hallway and there's another room and they do keep recorders there.
2: Okay. I, yeah, 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 Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, I have, so he'll
0: go in and out and grab the recorders and, and change them out, but otherwise those are the like resident only areas. And it's, it's a way of, of acknowledging that we are always guests in their home. The the house itself is currently unoccupied. It has been unoccupied for a while. Unoccupied by the living. Although they were, I don't know if they were still doing that this year, but it used to be where they were setting up their, like, Santa Lane. <laughs> so, and, yeah, so. What? Because it, it was one of the things when you first, when you go into the kitchen and there's, like, tinsel and weird around yeah oh yeah 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 Uh uh-huh yeah and it's because in in uh in december they'll they'll set up like santa there uh which is i don't know that's just really really amusing to me for some reason you've got this insanely haunted house and it's where santa lives it seems appropriate
2: that sounds so awesome
0: and also like incredibly right? terrifying. I don't know how that has, I mean, to be fair, though, I would have been
2: one of the kids that was
0: like, This is so cool.
2: Yeah, I that would
1: have been yeah. us, but we're not normal. We're, we're the
2: Yeah, true. And then, you know, you could just think of it when they pull Santa out for the little Christmas parade type stuff and for lining it, and they're like,
1: Mommy, how come Santa has a bloody axe? And we
0: okay, know why. I, just, just from addiction perspective, you said axe.
2: <laughs> I did say axe. I, A-X- laugh. A-X- <laughs> I heard, I heard I say, oh. Did you hear axe? Did you hear axe? Was there? Did I have too much bit, sibilance on the axe? Oh, guys, oh, my bad. A X E mm. in Morse code. That's da 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 da. Oh my god, you're crazy. Like ghost daddy. Has so many talents.
1: Oh my god!
2: And you can experience those talents at Daddy's Ghost Shack.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! We went
2: right at the foot of the maw of Gamble Bay. Come join Daddy and his ghostly friends. I've
1: heard I barbecue late at night
2: before. Shots.
1: What is the barbecue though? Is the barbecue human or what else do you barbecue? (laughs) Chicken?
2: It's gonna be naughty little kids. Maybe
0: that's
1: how Santa got got the bloody ass.
2: That.
0: <laughs> I got one or two naughty little kids I could throw up on the grill for you. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we need
2: the backfill beep. beep. I was gonna say my favorite barbecue sauce though is Carolina mustard. So
1: is that? Are there air quotes around that? Is that really
0: something else?
2: <laughs> no, it's really, it's really Carolina mustard.
0: And at the some point, sauce. the podcast took a turn. <laughs>
2: Uh, lovely ladies of morbidity we need a little morbidity <laughs> you mean I so more so than grilling children morbidity. and
0: having Santa eat them
2: <laughs> Santa's bloody axe ass daddy's ghost shack
1: oh, the hashtag uh, I think episode. we need to podcast it needs to be more of like a comedy podcast <laughs> to like a paranormal podcast because this shit is getting ridiculous <laughs> All right, All right, Kim,
0: take it away. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh so there's I mean there's so many different spirits. Uh but what's been really interesting to note is is how many people upon first entering the house report feeling a physical change. Um like what? Like in think? some cases, it's been feelings of dread. Uh, in some cases, it's been uh, feeling like they were almost hit with energy. Well, yeah, the very first time I ever came inside, uh, it okay, was. That's what she said.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, that time it was you.
0: <laughs> and at what point did it go off the rails? <laughs> was on the rails y'all it never was we've been we've rails. been on we've been on the off road for a while. So yeah, the the very first time that I went there, uh it was when I walked in the house and I'm not somebody who considers myself particularly psychic or anything, but and that was why it was so odd to just get hit with this energy.
1: So question, yeah. when you walked out of the house, were you like totally fine?
0: Yeah. I mean and this is this is one of the fun quirks of the Walker Ames house is uh there is not a working bathroom. Uh-oh. So I feel like we're going to have another shit geyser moment. <laughs> I mean it's possible they've had problems with that with some of the crews, but the you have to use the bathrooms that are over where the the post office is and that kind of community building and so there is a point where you're in and out of the of the house if you're going to be doing an overnight uh, yeah. you you do have to leave
2: to use the bathroom
0: <laughs> that sucks
2: but a ghost is advanced we bring a porta potty
0: really yeah we have our ghost porta potty it's called a bucket <laughs> <laughs> we use the same one on the uh turner joy Gross. I didn't even clean Mm -hmm. it. Gross. (laughs) With a shit geyser.
1: (laughs) So if anyone's wondering where shit geysers actually came from, it came from personal experiences. (laughs) With a bucket. (laughs) Uh, So So anyway, you did have to leave multiple times to use the restroom. So as you left, what happened?
0: Uh, I... Not a whole lot. I mean, you know, you walk outside, you're like, oh, we're outside now. It was the summer, so it it, it felt a little cooler. The the big thing I notice is that it, oh, I've been in there this summer. That's usually when we do investigations. And it does get quite warm. Uh, investigating up in the attic, which I have a couple stories about. A lot of weird stuff happened up in the attic. Uh, the very first EV, EVP session I did up in the attic was myself and a few other investigators. And there is the spirit of a child that is said to, to haunt the attic. And in fact, from the street, there's a lot of reports of people seeing an apparition of a child in the window. Hmm. So we were up in the attic conducting an EVP session. It was probably, I don't know, 11 o'clock or midnight at this point in time. And it's quite warm. This was August, I believe. And there are a large pile of toys that are there for the child to play with. Been left there by investigators. And so we're sitting in our circle. There's a gap between me and the investigator to my left. And we ask, is anyone there? And if there's anyone there, can you give us a sign? And from the other side of the room, we hear a noise. What kind of noise? Like a bang. Oh. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's me doing Foley. Thank Thank you.
0: you. Thank you, Foley Artist. Uh, And we look and... And it's 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 hard sometimes in the dark because your eyes play tricks on you. You think that, okay, am I seeing something? Does my brain want me to see something? So the other investigator said, if you're there, would you like to join our circle? And about 10 seconds later, my left side got cold. <gasps> Gasp. Gasp. Yes. And when we are in the midst of an investigation, we do not uh, talk about the things that are happening to us or that we're experiencing. We record them. And that way, I guess, again, the, the human brain is extremely susceptible. Uh, if I say, did you hear that? You can't help it. Oh, yes, I did. I did hear this thing. Do you see that? Yes, I do see that. So we, we record everything so that we're not influencing each other. At the same time I recorded that I felt myself get cold on the left side, the investigator to my left wrote that she got cold on her right side.
1: Just for clarification, when you say record, you mean write down. Write down. So not like audio record. No, write
0: down. Yeah, okay. we we have Just, uh, uh, journals. Like a
1: journal. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you that don't know, the way that we record things is we we, we have like a piece of paper that outlines the time. And so you would write down... The time that you experience something, where you were, and what you experience.
0: And then we compare notes afterwards. That's what Kim's referencing. Yeah. Uh Later that night, we did an additional EVP session in the attic. And it was quite late at this point. It was two or three in the morning. It was extraordinarily hot throughout the entire home. Hmm. And as, as we all know, heat rises. Earlier when we'd done our EVP session, the the temperature in the attic was quite high. We start doing an EVP session and the temperature dropped by a good, I'd say, 20 degrees. Wow. That's a lot. And it was really interesting because as soon as we left the attic, temperature went up again. Now, uh, Jake, have you been up into the attic at the Walker Ames house?
2: Yes, and that is probably one of the most interesting evidence. <laughs> evidence. <laughs> is there evidence? There's evidence. That means you all have to do six shots. Evidence, evidence, That's a
0: lot. Uh, we're trying to get more ghosts. That's the only way we're gonna happen.
2: Yeah, it? it could be jello. Totally. You know? So with the Walker Ames, um, We haven't talked about the first floor of the basement yet. But when it comes to the start, because you started on feelings. And so I am not a heebie-jeebie type. So whenever I I get heebie-jeebies, I usually throw it out because I'm thinking it's more psychological than anything. However, I had cases on the second floor. And this is where I felt it. And it actually has happened. I've been to Walker Ames three times. And it's happened every single time. On the second floor, there's a stairwell that goes into the attic. And when I'm by the hallway, not necessarily on the stairs, but in the hallway, it always feels like um, I'm going to get a headache or something's pressing pressing on my temples. Mm. Interesting. And everyone, when I've gone on two of the three ghost hunts, my ghost hunting partner, uh, I had Bob and I had Aaron. You know Bob, Bob from City of Geek. Woo, woo, City of Geek. City of Geek, plug, plug. Um, Great horror movie reviews. You should download City of Geek as often as possible. Subscribe. Mm. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then with Erin, uh, who, who isn't really a ghost hunter, and she just came along for fun with me. It's uh, She was getting a headache, and Bob had crazy feelings in that hallway. Bob too. always has
0: crazy feelings.
2: Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you, meant, you meant creepy crazy feelings.
0: feelings. I just thought Bob has yeah. crazy feelings, but...
2: Okay, yeah, okay, so we both had creepy, creepy feelings. Um, but every time I go there, I it feels like I'm going to get a headache or something's pressing mm-hmm. on my temples right there. And uh, well, I guess we'll come back to the other evidence because we just talked about heebie-jeebies right. for the second. So we'll come back to the second floor and other evidence because I've had interesting things happen on the second floor. But in the attic, I got one of the holy dude moments Ooh. of... Evidence, evidence collection evidence evidence, evidence. and about. that was i put out my ghost engagement mm. stuff so you guys know i i bring a lot of gadgets and a lot ooh. of engagement not really i, I, I do i'm just gadget like gadget, gadget yeah i should be a ghostbuster i oh i want that proton pack right. um nerd alert,
0: alert yeah total
2: And so I put out my, so they, so in the attic at the Walker Ames house, they do have some toys, but I brought like jacks, dominoes, Boo Buddies and set those up. Uh, Just for for
0: those who may not be in the know, can you explain Boo Buddies real quick? Because it's so great. So cool.
2: Yeah. So the Boo Buddy, they make two kinds. And I did bring, bring both. They look like teddy Mm -hmm. bears. They're awesome. And if you have the Boo Buddy interactive, it measures um, emf and vibration and temperature sound to a certain degree and the pause will light up or it will say phrases that indicate something is happening like if it feels touch or vibration it goes that tickles or i like hugs something like that to let you know that something's touching it or it's warmer mm -hmm. or cooler in here um yeah
1: clarification for those of you wondering, it is not a ghost speaking those things. No,
2: no, it no, not, no. Some-
1: it is not like something channeling this bear saying how it really feels.
2: It is software that algorithmically spits out forty phrases, unless you do something like with temperature or touch Come vibration. Stay with us. Yes. So my Boo me. Buddy was possessed by a demon from hell, and it was running around with a butcher knife like Chucky at one point. I'm
1: kidding. Oh my God! <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> and this is why people are confused, Jake. This I is know. Why
2: people Boo are... Buddy doesn't do any of that, but uh, but it also it rattles off questions, so you can use it for EVP sessions if you want. Um, normally, when I use a Boo Buddy. I set up an experiment, point a camera on it, and put an Eddy Plus next to it because the Boo Buddy doesn't record anything. So putting it with the Eddy Plus, which measures environmental factors, and a camera, camcorder, you can record everything that happens with it. That's how I use it.
1: For clarification, can you please explain what an EVP is for those people that don't know what it
2: is? Ghost voice that gets picked up on a recording device.
1: That you can't hear audibly with your own ears.
2: Yeah, if, it, if you did, that would be a direct um, voice phenomena, I think is the name they call it. Got it. Yeah, if you hear it with your ears, DVP, if it's recorded and you catch on playback. Mm. So we're in the attic. I'm with Bob. We're like 15 minutes into it. I've got the gadget set up and we're just like, hey, do you want to play? And then the gadgets start responding
1: so okay what happened like, tell me everything i want to hear it all so,
2: I, I, if you want to see the video evidence if oh you we have
1: video search, evidence
2: yeah i got i got video i got a video of the session because hello i do video <laughs> I, I bring cameras on my ghost hunts uh but if you search for port gamble ghost hunts uh, you should find ghostly activities which is my site and you can watch the video it's
0: a great site too if you want uh, just a really nice rundown of of all kinds of ghostly activities
2: yeah all things ghostly ghostly.
1: and we can probably link it on our website so that way you can just (laughs) access it
0: especially since jake Uh, set up a lot of our website
1: (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) which you all know about if you've been listening to this podcast he is the website extraordinaire
2: it's wordpress people there's not much to it okay (laughs) but thank you for the plug i do appreciate it yeah uh, anyway, you could see Bob and I asking questions, and it responds when we, whenever we ask if it wants to play or what its favorite games are, and you'll see the gadgets go off. It's really cool, but it only happens when we asked those questions. Mm. But um, pretty much every other time I've been up to the attic, not much has happened, and that—that that is probably the best objective evidence. <laughs> evidence <laughs> I've collected. <laughs> Um, but I, I did have some cool stuff happen on the second floor. I don't know if we want to go back to the second floor and talk about non-EBGB stuff on the second uh, floor.
0: I do want to bring up the basement real quick because okay. it has both. Top to bottom.
2: <laughs> Top to bottom. So
0: then we're we're going to sandwich and then we're going to do some, some.
2: Daddy's go shack. Daddy's
0: go shack. You like oh the sandwich God. and daddy's go shack. <laughs> I did also find where I'm going through my far too many pages of notes that in the the main sort of downtown area of Port Gamble, the permanent population is about 80, which is why I had that number in my head. So in the greater Port Gamble area, it's about a thousand. In that main little ghostly town area, it's about 80. Uh, down in the basement, and the basement's really interesting. And another example of where in the research I was doing, I was struggling to find the specifics i wanted to connect to the story Mm. so in the basement there is said to be the spirit of a boy and i read variations on this story but could not find again records but this is the story or the shell of the story that gets passed around and that is that the boy down there uh was the the son of one of the owners at that point and that he was not quite right now what that means is kind of open to interpretation and that's where i also come back to trying to get something more specific than not quite right because that could mean a a lot of different things right and we want to be pc well exactly but there was nothing more like even when you talk to the locals that's kind of what they say is like "Ah, he just wasn't quite right he could also just be crazy well that's what i mean like it 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 could have been it could have been something developmental it could have been something uh, a mental illness
2: so the the urban legend associated with it the little boy's name is david he might be 10 to 12 and has down syndrome
0: oh Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. uh so
2: it was common to lock up children with
0: that's but, true. I remember hearing about that. Uh, this is where I say though I've seen ver- I see variations on the story
2: yeah, this, uh-huh. because this is the variation I hear all the,
0: the time. the version that I was first told by uh, I think it was Pete when I was there for the very first time was that he had been playing one day with the daughter of one of the servants and something happened. They had conflict, and he got so angry he pushed her down the stairs
2: oh i've heard this one too yeah
0: yeah uh and that because of that he was essentially banished to the basement and that that is why his his spirit haunts the basement but that he also has issues with women who come down there because it was his mother that that did that and so female investigators often report feeling uneasy or feeling particularly uh, aggressive feelings towards them and there's also been reports of of people being grabbed uh when i first went down there and this was before i knew the story of the basement and again i don't do a lot of the like i feel these things because that's not evidence but i was so uncomfortable from the moment i got down there i just felt uneasy and i felt like i needed to not be there anymore and that that was weird for me uh there was also there's a chair down there that is is or stool it might be a stool
2: uh, yeah, yeah, kind of like a footstool stool. Uh, right, but...
0: right. That is, that is like his, quote-unquote, his stool, and you're not supposed to mess it or touch with it.
2: Yeah, about that. Oh.
1: Oh, please do
0: tell. Jake was like, I see a
1: stool. I want to sit on it. Let's see what happens.
2: I'm just like, let's see. What kind of paranormal activity is associated with this said footstool? I see some coins. I'm just gonna take this finger and I'm gonna jank them all up. <laughs> that nothing happens. Really so I Yeah, I was that guy. I was you that, that guy. I was that douche. That I douche. was that douche.
1: <laughs> uh, word for the wise: Do not provoke. It is not a smart thing
2: to do. Don't, don't do it. But I'm just like, don't,
0: don't
1: do what Jake does. Don't,
0: don't poke the ghosts.
2: ghosts. Yeah, I was in a fast food evidence-evidence collection kind of mind. <coughs> Ghosts,
1: adventures. <coughs> <coughs> Did I say that?
0: Don't poke We're all ghost.
1: really congested, guys. It's just- <coughs>
0: Haunted cold. It's a, it's a haunted cold we've been passing around.
2: Yes, it's something viral. It's nasty. It clings to the lungs.
0: Yeah, it's going to kill us, and then we're going to podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, so- the uh and and one of the variations on the story i'd heard is that the the boy was locked in the closet as opposed mm-hmm. to being locked in the basement i i read again both uh pete first told me i think it was the basement story but um there's also been reports of of again specifically female investigators who had their hair pulled and not in the fun way <laughs> but when i was down there and i was i can't remember who i was with there was a it was a female investigator or a male investigator and they were kind of being that guy, too. They were like, oh, I'm not supposed to move this stool. Let me move this stool. <laughs> See? And actually picked the stool up to move it. And I was like, can we Can we not? Can we not poke the ghost, please? Uh, but I took some pictures. And one of the things we do when we are on investigations is uh, we take a series of photos of one spot. So one after another. Click, 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 click. And that way we have things we can compare it to. So I took a series of photos in the one corner, one after another, and all the photos look normal except for, I think it's the third one in. Suddenly in the middle, it's just dark. And it's really weird. And I will uh, see about getting those also posted to our Instagram so you can see exactly what we are talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we've mentioned the second floor a few times. So uh, oh.
2: I did have a little oh, more. Oh yes. In the sorry. Basement. Sorry. Just because I'm the camera guy. I'm rushing
0: out of the basement very fast.
2: And so this is the only thing that's uh, really happened uh, down in the basement. But with the camcorders that I have up, I it was the first place I put the batteries. As soon as I turned them on, they died oh. down there. But then as soon as I went upstairs, they worked again. Oh, that's interesting. So that's interesting. I don't know if I'd call it evidence. Evidence. <laughs> evidence.
0: Okay, second floor. second floor. Uh, on the second floor, you have uh, was were you in the yellow room when you?
2: Uh, um. Okay, so it goes because it's always dark, and we're using red right. lights and stuff, so. Color becomes... <laughs> yeah, color becomes sub, even yeah. more subjective, right? Uh, if it's the room that's next to the bathroom, it's it's got a little closet mm. next to it that say something might be in, like a nurse.
0: Yes, the or the nanny.
2: Uh, yeah, nanny. Okay, yeah, so I've been in there, and actually I did, and Bob backed me up on this one too. Oh, Bob. He had personal experiences that through journaling we connected on.
1: Oh my goodness. Look at journaling. It actually works.
2: It's like we didn't say anything there and we found out like I turned in my ghost reports. If you don't know how I do my ghost reports, it's a webpage and I put all my evidence on it and I posted for the world to see. So um, so Bob read it and then he had his notes and we both saw something manifest in the hallway at the same time. To What? Me,
0: what did it look yes. like?
2: To me, it looked like a shimmering cat. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, can we back
0: up for a sec? Like, like a sparkly, like, like Twilight shimmery. vampire, shimmery cat, or like?
2: I haven't seen Twilight, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I thought we were friends. Uh,
2: That's okay, Jacob. Right Shades of these. Gray.
1: Oh God! Stop
0: with these like Pacific see, Northwest you movies. Can see Stop the it.
2: Sock puppet theater version at Daddy's Go Shack. Oh
0: God! Okay, that. I would watch. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: no. So shimmering, shimmering like fading in and out, shimmering or shimmering
2: like... Yeah, that kind of oh, thing, but rapidly. Oh, stuff. But I was thinking of like sparkly, uh, so like a diamond. Oh, yeah, not sparkly, no. Isn't shimmering, awesome? like wavy waves of, of appearing and disappearing, like silhouette outline kind of thing. And he saw something small like that too in the hallway at the same time we were in the, that bedroom. Ooh. So
1: really that bedroom is haunted by... A cat.
2: Well, I, I had heard that, I looked it up after the fact, and I had heard, a read about a ghost cat in a couple of the forums and stuff. But, you know, never know if it's BS or, you know, people are just throwing some stuff out there. But I, I thought there was some mention of a ghost pet huh. at the Walker Ames house. That's one
0: we'll have to, to look back into. I don't remember that, but that doesn't mean, there's so many spirits there mm-hmm. uh, that it's, it's very possible. <laughs>
1: question right why do you think there's so many spirits there
2: well uh, there's theories there's, theories. there's hypotheses uh-huh. so f- for me i was going to say because of the the water the right the the links to the land from native americans or could possibly if you believe in ley lines. I was going to say the
0: la- the ley lines is what I hear most frequently yeah. thrown around there.
2: Yeah.
0: What is a and ley line just, uh, for those who don't know? Uh so ley lines and it was a theory that first came about in like the early 1920s, I want to say, uh by an amateur archaeologist named Alfred Watkins. And He noticed, uh, or at least was the first one to kind of put this down, that at ancient sites and different kind of points around the world, be it like a a man-made site or a natural site, uh, like Mount Rainier or Mount St. Helens or uh, the pyramids, um, that they kind of fell into a pattern, usually a a line, and he called them... uh, Lays and then later called them lay lines and thought that they were points that could um kind of be openings or or
2: uh not really portals i wouldn't call them yeah
0: to to supernatural other spiritual things um it's it's like latitude and longitude kind of crisscrossing lines Mm -hmm. uh and they're if if (laughs) if you believe in such things, there are a lot of them that line up by Port Gamble.
2: You hmm. should sound in general. You sound but...
0: in general, yes. But you have specifically in the kind of Port Townsend, Port Gamble area, there's also hmm. a, a lot right in there.
2: Yeah. So in my research, and this will be uh, just a quick side note on it, is I do a lot of mapping of hauntings mm. to see if there's geographic patterns. Love and i find it's more the case of soil types and water interesting versus like bands of mystical energy crisscrossing the earth so i did a analysis here in seattle Mm -hmm. and if you do like seattle ley lines if you search for you do chicago ley lines you'll see the maps and they tend to follow uh, well, so Seattle's not the best because we're completely surrounded by water right. and blah, 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 But Chicago, in the case of Chicago, and I also did one in England, mm. it follows, Chicago follows, you'll find the clustering around um, the Lake Shore, mm-hmm. Mi- Lake Michigan Shore, and the two the two branches of the Chicago River and Des Plaines Rivers. Mm. And then when you go to England and you study that one, it follows the Thames and curves into a lot of inland uh, water sources like lakes and stuff like
1: that. So why are yeah. lakes something? Lakes and soil. What? How? How is that tied to?
2: Well, they talk about how like there's a certain kind of magnetic energy. Mind you, if you go to a flowing river and try to measure the EMF on it, you're going to get next to nothing. But maybe at the scale of it, but it could just also be you know whenever there's water, there's usually human civilization, and so the haunts are better. Well. better mapped.
1: That makes sense. I feel like, yeah, that feels like that's something that um, someone who is more skeptic might be able to connect with because Mm -hmm. it like looking up ley lines, like everything that Kim was saying is completely accurate. And it's something that it seems like it's hard to prove.
0: It's extremely mm-hmm. hard to prove. Yeah.
1: So yeah. if you're looking at like ways to prove it, that would make sense looking at like who inhabited those areas. However, it's it's a theory. Right. right. It's not like a a for sure fact. But that's why I think that could connect Port Gamble, Port Townsend, all that business. Right. Yeah. Um, so going back to the uh walker ames Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: how many like spirits do you think are actually there
0: at the bare minimum uh you have your your boy in the basement you have your child in the attic uh you have there's been reports of another spirit in the attic that is probably not a child
2: yep i heard that yeah
0: because we had that second time around too we had some it was it was Weird. When the temperature dropped like it did, it it did not feel the same as it had earlier in the evening. Uh, on that second floor, there, are I suppose technically, if you've got basement, the first floor, the second floor, and then.
2: but well, we haven't even talked about the first.
0: I know, floor. I know. Well, and there's still stuff for that. There's there's just so many. Because <laughs> I had some weird things happen in that same room that you were talking about. Okay. And Pete, uh, he'd actually uh, messaged me something that I could share uh, about something he had that happened there that was really interesting.
1: Ooh,
2: mm-hmm. let's hear it.
0: So this is this is the quote from him. Um, I was investigating with Olympic Peninsula Paranormal Society oh, at yeah. the time. Oh, Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know me. O P P
0: on this investigation one of the team members thought she heard a voice one that we've heard several times the team went up to the second floor and started to ask about the voice we asked can you tell who you are the voice of a young girl answered a lady it sounded like it was less than 10 feet from me we then asked can you tell us your name she answered annabelle
2: this is mary's dvp or it came through a spirit box
0: oh is it okay
2: yeah she played mary played it if you do the uh, port gamble ghost conference mm-hmm. and she gives these using spirit box or uh evp class mm-hmm. she'll play that for oh, you. oh
0: interesting i've never before. i've never taken it this is just what when okay. i emailed him this is what he sent me uh, her second response came from just a couple feet away from us, and we all just about fell over. It was such a loud and clear voice. I've never experienced a disembodied voice that clear and so close in proximity. It was truly one of my favorite experiences in Port Gamble.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: That's the wild. first floor is known, is known for its EVPs mm-hmm. and DVPs versus the other parts of the house, which like, I never get anything, but the first floor... Yeah, and then June saw that apparition through, was it the infrared cameras on the main Yes,
0: which was bonkers. Well, and when I was on that second floor, we were doing an EVP session up there. And we were getting, people were starting to feel kind of uneasy. And one of the investigators asked, would you like us to leave? And we all heard something say yes. And we were like. Okay, cool. We're done. We're good. We're going back downstairs. Peace out. Have a good evening. Bye-ya. Bye. Bye. Uh, but that was one of the first times I'd ever heard a voice during an EVP. Huh. Wow.
2: That's very so, rare. I would say when it, when it comes to DVPs, I, I would say Spooked in Seattle. That's where I've experienced mm. them. Weird thing is, usually when you hear it with your ear, it doesn't make it onto tape. Right.
0: No, and that was what was really weird. When we checked our recordings after the fact, no one had anything there. You hear us reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have like I have on mind the you know the person being like, oh, would you like us to leave? And then there's this pause, and everyone like, all right, cool, we're going back downstairs. Have a good evening. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so that yeah, and that, so that's the great thing about OPP uh getting that record is cuz they record they had it recorded they've got the voice right. they can play it for you oh that's wonderful so, as it came through a spirit box and they had their recorders out so
0: uh do we need to I feel like we should do an episode at some point that just goes through um uh, some of the terminology that we we end up using do we need to talk at all about uh ghost boxes or spirit i feel well,
1: like we can honestly do it as we need to, but I think this yeah. would be a great time to talk about a ghost box because I know Jake mentioned it um, and certain investigators like using them. Certain so, ones don't.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, I, I think what probably would be work instead of, because it's going to be a, like a glossary. Right. Um,
1: well, we probably could probably also put it up on the
2: website. Yeah, I was
1: going to say we could yeah. put it up on the website. So we've kind of like dropped a few different little mini explanations of certain things but um, if you want to check out our website we'll put it up there Uh, we'll have different words and phrases and equipment that we like to use during investigations that we don't like to use during investigations why we do and don't like using them during investigations and it just helps us understand things a little bit better and it also allows us to get evidence that we can use as evidence versus things that people use as evidence when it may not actually
0: be. <laughs>
2: evidence. evidence. Evidence.
0: You should have taken like seven it's shots. It's
2: all just about though. the evidence. We're,
0: just, we're really trying to get our new ghosts happening by just making everyone drink themselves to death. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're gonna see some spirits after this episode. Yes, you.
1: yes, you I are. Are.
0: spirits are plenty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> 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 I can't. Okay, what else do we have? When I was there, that very first floor, uh, I didn't catch anything myself, uh, but I know, as you were mentioning, Jake, that that there's you can catch a lot of VVPs down there and apparitions.
2: Mm-hmm yeah it's known for that and then also that little closet thing oh right is right there there's a closet it's, thing yeah where they would put the little boy if you, you know, yeah if, very, if if
0: depending the on the which story. version of the story you go with in some versions of the story little boy gets shoved in the closet oh
2: yeah. not in anyway yeah i don't like yeah, that but that's one of the places that Pete won't let you go is that closet. Mm-hmm. it's you got the stairwell up right. to the second floor it's right, right. there uh, but
0: he that's, does keep he does keep recorders in there
2: yeah yeah Yeah, he does have recorders in there and everything. But you don't ever hear about the grounds outside the house.
0: No, I mean, there's a lot of stuff about people being on the grounds and looking up and seeing
2: spirits Mm -hmm. in the window.
0: That's a real common thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, But I I don't hear much about spirits seen outside the house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just walking around, you would think. but No,
0: no well but the, i'd say in general like I, I didn't see any reports of anyone seeing spirits the cemetery. I, the cemetery is the only one where i i saw distinct outside spirits
2: i i will say but going to buena was a buena, buena vista. vista buena vista cemetery i have not picked up anything in that place at all
0: no although um I know we're charged.
2: It's supercharged because it has the power line that like, runs under it.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Is that it I, I have uh had some weird readings, but no, mm. I've never had an EVP there. I've never caught a weird picture there. Uh, but I've gotten some weird spikes around there. And it is a cool one of the nice things about the cemetery specifically is that you can go there whenever. You don't need to. I mean, with the Walker Ames house, you have to you can't just go in. You have to make either go through Pete. And do one of their official ones or you have to uh schedule to go into it and most of the other buildings it's the same thing the cemetery is a place you can go whenever you visit
2: yeah you don't have to worry about the cops throwing you out
1: i was wondering and the reason why i was asking you to talk more about the cemeteries i thought you meant that you had seen like full-bodied apparitions there
0: i have not there's been reports of full-bodied apparitions there Uh, of little boy that that is seen running around or the i shouldn't say little boy the small child that's seen running around okay uh
2: yeah so on the okay so the cemetery is by a cliff that goes into the bay and then if you're on i think it's the west side of it that's where the children were buried and that's where you'll see the little shadow right. right yes
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. makes sense yeah uh um well and, and well, I was either cuz there is that one uh uh gustav engelbrecht
2: uh-huh. yeah 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 who that's history yeah
0: that is history he was killed in the battle with northern indians at port Gamble, washington in the line of duty on the mm. 22nd of november 1856
2: uh and his grave is there was he English or was he an American in the naval battle? Because, like, Washington wasn't a state Washington at the time. Washington we was was
0: correct. not a state at the time, you are correct. Um, he, I know he was a crewman on the USS Massachusetts, which was the the single American warship stationed in the water. Um, mm-hmm. It had, It was still a territory at this point, only been a territory for about 10 years.
2: Okay, so Oregon was a state at the time, and then we were we were what was left of Oregon Territory became Washington.
0: Right, America. and this was, uh, they responded to a, a battle at Port Gamble where a local tribe, uh, and I'm going to apologize if I mispronounce this because it's not one of the tribes I'm more familiar with, um, Haida, Haida?
2: Okay, yeah, so the, that tribe is on the is across the bay yes. from Port Gamble.
0: And they often, because they were sometimes called the Vikings of the Pacific, Ooh, uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and and so they would travel, uh, I guess, apparently quite large lengths using these canoes that could hold mm-hmm. dozens of people. And they would often attack uh, once or twice a year in these big raids, just bringing, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people to attack. So when they arrived in Port Gamble, the, the town was being attacked. And uh, in the Battle of Port Gamble is what they call it, they were able to uh drive off the forces but the one person who was killed was was our our friend uh gustav <laughs> mm-hmm. oh poor gustav or gustav and he is buried there uh, he was the u.s navy's first man to die in combat in the pacific oh fun fact and that's one of the reasons why it's it's a notable grave as it were so you've got you've got that kind of fun little weird uh, piece of history there uh and a lot of other old cool gravestones
2: <laughs> yeah i mean the, the cemetery is not big but it's really cool very well maintained um the one bit of evidence we should probably evidence. talk about is evidence <laughs> <laughs> And I think June got it. Oh, yeah, I think, you're correct. I think you're correct. This was, they were playing tribal music and stopped and they recorded it. It continued right. on the recorder.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Evidence. Evidence.
2: Evidence. Listen to this dope shit. Geyser. I want to eat your soul.
1: Can, that's, that's just Jake, for those of you wondering. That is not the EVP. Can, that is Jake that, just being... Creepy. Dude. Can that be he the end of our
0: episode now? I want to eat your soul. <laughs> I'm gonna gut you like a fish. That's great.
2: <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Perfect. now Happy joy
2: joy. <laughs> happy, happy joy joy. Uh, all right. <laughs> anyway, so are there any who? Those are
0: those are my big. That's all of my my big stories uh, and experiences from
2: from the. Golf, clap. That's, go golf, clap. golf, clap. golf clap, that's a golf clap. Golf
0: clap, that's a golf clap. Jake, is there anything that you want to add from when you were there?
2: Um, you know, that is mainly it. I mean, even if you just, let's just plug Port Gamble. It's a gorgeous oh, town, really especially is. if you go in the mm-hmm. fall. They've got two great restaurants if you want to check out. I forgot, something's like the Butcher and the-
0: Perfect, yeah. Yeah. perfect. Yeah.
2: That's so on un- butcher <laughs> well, and something.
0: Well, and the tea shop too, which is quite nice.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, they do have wonderful clotted cream mm-hmm. and biscuits there and tea. Yeah. And then they've got the little restaurant next to, it's above the museum, I think.
0: Yeah. In the little general store there, they've got just a, a cute little,
2: uh, little kind of... Oh, this is a building next door to oh. it. It's like red right now, but they paint it from time to time. But yeah, it's, they've got good breakfast there. I've been there for brunch.
1: I really stuff. wish we could just go on a brunch date right now and just go there
2: because that sounds a field trip. We should, we should
0: totally do yeah. a, a little field trip at some point. We yeah. should. I would be super down. That'd be super cool. And
2: I'll bring, I'll bring the mics and everything. It'll be Yay. great.
1: Oh, that sounds like such a good time. I wish we could do it today. <laughs> um, cool. So lots of fun information. I feel like this will be a really good example of an episode that we incorporate our... Evidence evidence, 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 evidence evidence on our website so this would be a, a really great time to go to the website and check it out mm-hmm. see what we can find that we have uh visual any kind of video evidence we can link to so that way you guys can check it out because i know this is a auditory experience being on a podcast
2: We can do visual podcasts. I know
1: we can, but right now, if someone's listening on, you know, Apple Podcasts, since we're on Apple now. That's a good point. That's a good point. On Spotify. I mean, it's definitely one of those experiences that we might want people to check out visually too. So if you want to check it out, go to our website. We'll have some information on there. We have our Instagram that you can check out as well. And. Thank you guys for listening. We're so excited to share this information with you. I wanted to also just let you know if you want to check out more information on our group, A Ghost, visit aghost.org. And for more information on um, A Ghost Stories, you can also check out our Facebook uh, page, which is all one word, A Ghost Stories Podcast. If you have any paranormal stories of your own that you would like us to share on a future episode, we would love to hear from you. Send it to us at our email at aghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. I know we mentioned before that we are actually on Apple Podcasts. Hallelujah. Very excited. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, and review us on there and follow us on Spotify. Uh, But you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're easily accessible. And we also have our transistor website, which is a ghost stories podcast.transistor.fm. Thank you for listening and uh stay spooky. Seattle. Stay spooky, Seattle.